One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to the NXT Review. We are the Dudley Boys of What Culture. I'm Adam Wilborn, joined by Michael Hamflet and Michael Sidgwick here to review everything that happened on last night's episode of NXT. But before we get into it, if you're a fan of this sort of thing, make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, and YouTube. Mm. Where we do daily wrestling podcasts where we not only review the show formerly known as NXT 2.0. Oh! But it's Pay-per-views, premium live events. We have interviews, roundtable discussions, and a roundup of the week complete for the bloody quiz, of course, on WrestleCoach. As I said, though, joined by Hamlet and Sidgwick to review last night's NXT, the go-home show ahead of NXT Deadline. Just strong. Just strong as usual, oh. guys. Just strong as usual. Uh, we, like, democratically tried to decide who was the cooker of the year last year, but we should have done it, like... Every week and every review, because <laughs> every week Shawn Michaels reminds you why it's him. Yeah. It doesn't matter what those in the wrestling community, as we try to fairly and evenly pull yesterday, just watch a show. It's HBK. This was great again. Where is the lie? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, stupid. Delightfully stupid. There was some action that actually bordered on the exciting. Mm. I'm just, I can't wait for next week. Is uh genuinely the... What the hell is going on with the attack? Where's that rank against Dad Devil? In terms of interest, payoff, reveals. Well, the the worrying thing for AEW is that I would describe it as on par. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? I would kind of describe it as on par. Um, I'll bury AEW later. Today we talk NXT, and I'll do so, quenching my thirst um, (laughs) with a beautiful, large Biscoff Latte from Good Brews, and I just want to say, you know who you are. Thank you very much. There you go. <laughs> uh, let's get into this show because I was bounding into work, as I always do, but twice as much when it comes to NXT days. Uh, as I said, go home show ahead of NXT Deadline, final qualifiers for the NXT behavior, and that's what uh, opened the show. It was Thea Hale, Roxanne Perez, Kiana James, and Fallon Henley in a four-way, uh, four losers, um, to see <laughs> who joins uh, the, the lineup for the Iron Survivor match. The, for the what? Yeah, Iron Survivor. Sorry, the greatest uh, new match type in no, recent that's, years. that's Anakin in the arena. Um Obviously, well, it, it, really, it, really, it really winds me up, like, earnestly, yeah. that you think Iron Survivor's better than Anarchy in the Arena. It's better. I, I prefer it. Come on, fair's fair. This weekend's the real test. Yeah. Like, this is the second year of the stipulation. If it's somehow better than the first in the way that Anarchy in the Arena wasn't, objective evidence. No. Yeah. No. no. Agreed. Not at all. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> obviously, Perez and James got a lot of history together, and actually, before the match started, we saw them having a row at the PC. Uh, nice that they've got a Christmas tree up there. 
a little festive performance centre. I like that. And uh, we also see the women's champion, Lyra Valkyria, watching. Oh, Tatum Paxley peeks in the background. More on her later. <laughs> um, obviously, immediately, Perez goes after Kiana James, drops her to the floor, and then there's the three of them uh, doing like a test of strength and some roll-ups and what have you. Um, we go to a break after uh, Henley hits a suicide dive but gets dropped by uh, Kiana James on the outside. When we come back, uh, Perez has been, oh, yeah, she'd been hit with a handbag shot at some point during here. She's still selling that. Uh, Kiana James in control. There's a Tower of Doom uh, with Hale at the top of it, taking the worst of it. Uh, Perez crossbodies Kiana James, goes for Pop Rocks. That gets broken up. Uh, James gets knocked to the floor by Perez again, and they fight. They've cleared the announce table. They fight on the barricade, and they eventually both fall, crashing through the table. Um, that leaves uh, Henley and Hale. Hale goes for an O'Connor roll. Henley kicks out. Shining Wizard, one, two, three. Fallon Henley qualifies for the ANC. Not half bad. Um, <gasps> the Roxanne Perez Kiana James rivalry felt real. And mm. no. And the fact that obviously they've got the cage match. It, again, it's this Roxanne Perez thing. I don't really feel like. I feel like she's spinning her wheels in NXT, but they're trying to make it that she's not and that these blood feuds mean anything. Mm-hmm. Um, but I bought it a little bit here. So I wasn't really surprised when it. When it became clear she wasn't going to win, basically. Uh, She's not missing off the card, I suppose. No, that's it. They've got their cage match. Like, I thought that felt, all of that felt relatively earned. And Fallon Henley, we probably talk so much about the stories that Fallon Henley's been involved with. Uh, There's not a lot of discussion on her in-ring. And she's been kicking around longer than people realise. She was doing stuff in dailies back in the pandemic for AEW. And, like, there's just not a lot of in-ring typically to analyse with Fallon Henley. But I thought the exchanges with Theo were... Pretty good. Mm. I uh, wasn't blown away, but I thought this, without being a great classic match or anything, was tight, dramatic, and exciting. Thought everyone was in position more often than not for these, like, you could almost, this is probably too, you know, highfalutin a word, but quite, like, relentless. Yeah. Mm. Like, bang, 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 roll up, pin attempt, save, reversal, counter. Just breathless adjacent action from Shawn Michaels, NXT, and everyone involved. I'll tell you what, though, I don't really believe, I don't really echo my colleague's sentiments about believing Roxanne Perez. Like, I don't think she's got anything approaching range yet, which is fine. This is what NXT functions to do. It's a proving ground, it's training, it's developmental, it is whatever. Like, great, like, like, precocious as the scrappy underdog when she has to be, like, grudge-feud, not the underdog. I know she's got this look that, and I think it verges on obnoxious for me. Mm. She doesn't feel like this vengeful ass kicking baby face. It's more like, I know there's just something about the facial expressions that I don't really buy. I get that. I think, well, I'd, I've felt this rivalry has been a little fake feeling, mm. but I liked it within this match. I think maybe it's part of the arrangement of the match. We criticise the second fall in particular of the two out of three falls match on Raw for not having anywhere near the logic and urgency it should have had. These were in a race to get this win, and the two of them sort of got yeah. lost within it, and that's more than Roxanne Perez's individual performance. I just thought the match was the perfect setting for their, their thing. We'll see, I guess, because a cage match is a big test than both. Like how there's no blood, like it's an NXT cage match, which typically like I wouldn't go as far as say rich history, but there's been some pretty good ones. Mm. Like there's an expectation on these takeovers, the match quality expectation is much higher. People do tune in for these now and expect like three plus star average. So we'll see what they've got. 
Yeah, really excited to see that. And, uh, you know, Jensen, what's the song Jensen came out to on Level Up again? <laughs> Separate Ways by Jen. And I give you love, and if you must go, I give you love. <sighs> love it, man. What if they just go, bollocks, let's get everyone, let's splash out on the songs. Fallon Henley, because she comes out with that bar towel on, mm. what if she gets closing time? Closing time. I know who I <laughs> home and home and home. <laughs> uh, we get some TikTok stuff. I don't understand it from the Alpha Academy of Metaphor. They're better than each other, and they'll settle it later. Piss poor comedy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Lara Valkyrie's. Larry Valkyrie is getting interviewed backstage, but before she can really get anywhere, Lola Vice shows up uh, with Electra Lopez and reminds us about the uh, breakout tournament contract, which is effectively now money in the bank. Sounds that way, doesn't it? Yeah. I don't remember it being like that in the past. I thought it was always like, I'd like to request a match. Mm-hmm. But now apparently she can just go out there it, and go. I think that was it. It was like, it was not even so much like to request a match. It's right, your time is here. You're going to be booked against the champion next week or whatever. Yeah, well, did Waller, what did Waller do? Because he had it, didn't he? Uh, he was given the shot against Brombreaker at yeah. the, like, the next... It's in advance, I think. Special. It's in advance. Yeah, it's not a cash-in type thing, but it's sounding like they can just take advantage of the champion whenever they want to. Uh, but Tatum Paxley's there twirling bird person's feathers. <laughs> I'll find you tonight, my pretty... Sets up a match for later. Yeah, that's pretty much how it went. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, I didn't like what happened next. Oh, what? Uh, just, I felt bad for Wesley. Oh, right, okay. Awful. Um, he's, they're better about like, <laughs> Vic Joseph's like, here comes Wesley Lee. Oh, and he sees he's got a crutch and what have you. He comes out and he's genuinely devastated, obviously. Um, he was said he was looking forward to, to fighting and beating Dirty Dom on Saturday. Thanks all the fans for their support. Um, but he says he's not going to help him now. He talks about not having feeling in his legs, the excruciating pain he feels just standing in the ring. He's going to have to go off and have surgery. Tears in his eyes. Um, doesn't know when he's going to come back. I think they said later on it was like eight to ten months he's going to be out for. <sighs> Rough stuff. Uh, get well soon, Wesley. He says, just as I rose from the ashes before to come one of the best champions in NXT, I'll do it again. This isn't goodbye for now. I'll see you later. And then, of course, out comes Dirty Dom to really rub it in. He says, look, everyone, Wes is going home again. Uh, he says, look, I don't doubt you need back surgery. You can barely stand with that crutch there. Imagine how I feel carrying everything on my back for the last two years. Pretty good. <sighs> that, that's good. That is good. good. Heat. Yeah. Um, he says, uh, well, you off, you're off for another year recovering, and um, you're going to be sitting out with all the rest of these losers, basically. Uh, watch what I do with the title. Um, and I guess that means on Saturday... I've got the night off to chill with Memmy. And uh, Wes goes, whoa, whoa, whoa. Well, that's not happening. Uh, you haven't got a match for me, but you'll still be competing. Take it from someone who's related to you. It's Ray, uh, who appears on the Tron and says, uh, you're going to defend a North American title at NXT deadline. Uh, and the person you're facing has the surname Lee, but it's not Wes. He didn't say this, but he, he it's Dragon Lee uh, who he's going to be facing. <laughs> the, Dragon Lee. The future of Lucha Libre, not his brother, Brocco. Uh, and Dragon comes out. Dom's furious. So am I. And uh, they get into it and uh, he gets gets Dom up for a Dom up for a power bomb. He bails out of there and jaw jack, etc. That's gonna be a great match. Dragon Lee might win that. Yeah. They've, that, that was his uh, main roster like launch. 
wasn't yeah. it? Mm-hmm. Against Dom. It was like quite incredible given that Dominic Mysterio was in it. Yeah. And I think this this sort of thing happened a little bit with Trick the last time mm-hmm. where you can do a bit of a hot shot title change, a bit of a feel good thing out of something incredibly sad. And then Dominic. That's how WWE could, tends to do these things. Yeah. And Dominic could potentially win it back. Again, like the chemistry they've had previously suggested it'd be quite a good match. Wesley. What a terrible situation and oh. like a lot of like heartbreaking visuals you were left with here, which makes me want to think a little bit of this was, and I hope, look, if this is not the case and he was just out there bearing his soul, felt awful and get well soon. I'd like to think there was a little bit of wrestler's instinct here and his performance, if you can call it that, of explaining his injury and the sadness and the pain coursing through him, like left something with you mm. and it's pro wrestling. And if he does make the recovery, this sort of element of it counts as well. And I, I don't know, like, I hope he's in a much, in better fettle than he appeared to be yeah. here. If this wasn't a shoot, and I kind of hope it wasn't, and he just knows he needs surgery, he worked the pain of it really well as well. This was really sad. This was just really, really sad to watch. And like I say, because it's wrestling and it's weird like that, that'll benefit him if and when he recovers and returns. Yeah, there could be a pretty great video package yeah. if they track it from this man at his lowest ebb and I don't think he was working for years, right. like give him an award because Jesus Christ, like, I mean, if you didn't watch it, the tears were pouring from mm. his face. So it's almost surreal watching something so real yeah. unfold against the backdrop that is NXT for all its stupidity <sighs> and daft charm. Um, I Literally nothing else to say other than Christ, that made me feel low. And he looked like he was hurting badly. And I really hope that he comes back better and sharper than ever. He's a fantastic performer. Um, and it was inspired to have Dominic Mysterio come out. Like, yeah. At the end of the day, it's a business. They have something to promote. Like, So it was basically, they balanced it all perfectly, mm-hmm. I would say. Uh, Kiana's in the back. Izzy Dane comes in to check on her. She says, uh, next time I see Roxy, I'll literally end her. <laughs> Turns out again, that's a classic WWE. Roxy is about two feet yeah. away when she says this. <laughs> the next time I see her, you can probably see her out the corner of your eye. If I look forward like this. Yeah. Right. Nicholas. Yeah. That's Adam Wilborn. That's uh, Michael Hamflet. See, you know what I mean? I can, <laughs> it's the, like she's facing Roxanne. For those that didn't see, the way they set the shot up. She's looking down what we find out to be a full corridor yeah. where Roxanne Perez is already there, but the camera moves to Roxanne. So the camera is actually her eyes. Yes. That's how we're led to... And and now apparently Ava, she hasn't got her name, she's the Rock's daughter, is an assistant to HBK. She's like, right, I've had enough of this, I'm going to sort it. I'm yeah. going to go and see HBK. Get your magic diddling. Can I have a job with you because you call my granny? Is that how they came? Yeah, maybe, maybe. Is that how they came to that agreement? Yeah. And then what can you say? No. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Are we even? Um, next week. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> next week, we are getting the men's, or the start of the men's NXT breakout tournament, the likes of Obafemi, uh, Trey Bearhill, and Luca Crucifino. Yes! <laughs> I love him. You know, they might put some of these matches on a level up. Of which you're an avid watcher. Of course, yeah. Um, so This is gripping for Wilborn, because remember when, like, the four pillars still had, like, all of this potential and it was all still preserved in amber, and then it was like, well, underneath them is the four killers. Like, oh, my God, AEW is, like, a sort of, not only is it giving you, like, everything you ever wanted in wrestling in 2021, but the next generation. And then the one after that, here's all the lines of stars. That's currently, like, a breakout tournament at NXT for Wilborn. Don't just get excited about the main guys right now. Look at the underneath crop. Like, yeah, this is all it. these exciting guys, and... 
Miles Bourne's there too. He's hanging out with the boring bastards. Please don't hang out with them anymore, Miles. You're far better than that. Yes, much better. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's just funny. We've got a sort of Italian lawyer doing the rounds. Whilst Chase, you've got this legal issue doing the rounds. I'm just, I'm just saying, just putting the uh, putting the pieces together subtly. As always. Yeah. Uh, Lola Vice, one of your favourites, Sidge, uh, yeah. taking on Tatum Paxley. Uh, Lola c- takes control early on, but then Tatum's working this sort of contortion, twisted yeah. style. In the end, uh, Lola Vice is in control. Uh, hip attack. But actually, Paxley came back. Just get a wrestling and not contortionism, and you might win a match. Like, I mean, <laughs> like, it's ridiculous. Being consumed and connected by her own weirdness. Yes. She, she took over, Paxley did not. Due to contortionism or whatever, but by throwing Lola Vice throat first into the ropes oh, and word. hitting a spine buster. Yeah. Uh, in the end, though, hip atta- another hip attack from Lola Vice and the spin roundhouse kick to the head gets Lola Vice the one, two, three. Yep. Uh, weird in part. Weird in part. It's a strange way to get this new gimmick over. Where I'll lose. Yeah, like obviously. Lose your first match. Like because you've gone really creepy and grifted. Like, well, these things don't work, so stop doing this. Yeah, it's just reverse JCJ. Yes. Um, we see footage. This was announced on socials uh, after we did the preview yesterday. Oh, God, hang on one second. Yeah, okay. So there's a lot going on here. Uh, we see post <laughs> ma- <laughs> okay, post match yeah. with Ilya Dragunov. There's Axiom. <laughs> he comes up uh, to check on Nathan Fraser. When I'm cleaning windows. To say, tough night. Nathan's like, oh, yeah, but you should see the other guy. <laughs> God, he's the biggest dork in the world, and that's me saying that. <laughs> uh, and he says, actually, he's going to speed it. What did you just say about it? <laughs> Maybe you need this. And he offers him a mask. And Nathan's like, I don't need that mask. Why don't we have a bare knuckle fight? Axiom's like, all right. Uh, and then they say, well, let's beat the crap out of each other. Okay. And then they make the match for later. Yep. Yep. That's what happened. That's what happened. And uh, something else didn't happen. Match, yeah, we get it on the uh, the kickoff though for watching that. You need to put those buttons next to each other, Axiom and Nathan Fraser together, yes, all the time. It's a good point, it's unbelievable. This, mm. Mm. thanks again. Yeah, if you want uh, a coffee, go to Good Brews. That really is a teachable moment, teachable moment. Yeah, I don't know why it's a teachable moment, it's a large lie. The, bu- the button was there, wasn't it? Yeah, <laughs> so, okay. Yeah, if you really want a good coffee, well, let's see you do this. I don't know what we're doing here. I'm saying, I want you to do an improvised advert for Ooh. Good Brews. Oh. If you really want a good cup of coffee, and you've got eight options to work with, <laughs> then uh, don't, don't call Al. Call Good Brews. You can uh, order it on their phone number in advance. So... I don't think you can. You can. Oh, can you? Oh, right, okay, okay. Let me just double check. Is it on the thing or is it on a different card? Yeah, it is. Got a little number on there. You can call. But, oh, don't call Al. Call, call Good Bruce. <laughs> when they thought they had me backed into a corner. Uh, right. <laughs> you were buttons. It's like you <laughs> <laughs> right, uh, moving on. 
Uh, Baron Corbin's asked oh. in the parking lot about if he's worried about Ilya Dragunov, and he says, I've got him right where I want him. It's going to be so sweet to take the title from him on Saturday. Little bits. I want to stitch him up, obviously. <laughs> uh, oh, let's find out your thoughts on the latest NXT Anonymous video. Mm. Uh, this time it was... So this was just before the footage that we saw last week. It's great. They're piecing the day together through footage from the day. It was... So last week we saw Trick walk through a door and then walk through another door and... Well, what did Lexus King do? <laughs> Creeped behind him like that. But then we saw a bit prior to that where Trick's like, yeah, Mello. He's in the, like, changing room with him. I've been added to the four-way match. Yeah. And then he walks out the door, but you also see Mello on his phone and following him out of there. So. As if to suggest, get him now. But of course he didn't, did he? Because there's got to be a third man here. Yeah. Got to be. Uh, like Do reckon King. Carmelo Hayes might have been texting himself? Yes. Stick the winner. <laughs> and then, like, like this King's confused. Like, well, that's not right because we're all losers. He <laughs> 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 just got confused. Uh, well, nothing for me to do. Off the spider walk. <laughs> I'm just hanging out here in my throne. <laughs> yeah, he actually said that. I don't do anything. Hanging out on my throne. <laughs> <laughs> um, what's uh, what's going on with Joe Gacy? Oh my god! So <laughs> let me get straight. Let me get straight. Two weeks ago, he throws his phone off the roof. Correct. One week ago, he is under the ring, listening to the one of the hottest matches I've ever heard in NXT. Yeah, and says, "Oh, I hope it goes well, or I hope it doesn't, or whatever bollocks he's spouting." And then he steals the ring bell, gives mm-hmm. it back mm-hmm. for later on. But he ding ding ding. This week, he's in the crowd, just going, "Vic, Vic, we love you, Vic." Yeah. What's this gimmick? His face. Sure, he's like a nice bloke, right? And he's obviously much better as a talent than NXT has, you know, portrayed him so far. When he's doing that <laughs> behind, behind the glass, I just want to die. I just <laughs> want to die. We met him a while, mate. You didn't we? Lovely guy. Yeah, he's he's cr- he is crazy though. <laughs> he's yeah. He's like does this he old had, uh, Parker Boudreaux with him back then? No, didn't he? He did. Big Fran. <laughs> so if you're listening, thanks, Parker. Sorry about the stuff sometimes. Uh, <laughs> is um, is like is he gonna have another breakdown and like become a heel off the back of it? Is there any way this ends with him being a babyface? Because none of this is likable, is it? No. Joe Gacy super fan. Joe Gacy Vic Joseph Stan. What are we doing? I don't know. I honestly don't know. Maybe he's just trying to get close. I think to he's meant to be crazy. Do you think he's trying to get close? To, <laughs> he's trying to get close to Vic. Because Vic's close to Booker, and Joe knows that Booker T's got a phone because he's already ordering his dinner. Okay. He's like, I broke my phone. I want to steal someone's yes, phone. Yes, yeah. Or yeah. Joe Gacy's hurt. He's just hungry. Yeah, and yes. he's, not, he's not himself when he's hungry. <laughs> I mean, it's like a really prolonged <laughs> Snickers, Snickers advert. <laughs> and it's just like, oh, Joe Gacy, you're acting really weird and it's off putting. Joe Gacy, you're acting nuts. You're acting nuts. Yeah. Uh, 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 like, the thing is, like, you're not yourself when you're hungry. <laughs> Sean, uh, you got any ideas for any of your characters and how we could reflect that they're not themselves? Uh, one of them likes Vic Joseph. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 
36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Ready to pop the question and take advantage of 30% off? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com to get 30% off. Select lab-grown diamonds. That's BlueNile.com for 30% off lab-grown diamonds. BlueNile.com. Roundabout Season 2, presented by Nissan, is live now. And we're back to share more stories from the road and the memories made along the way. We're talking rest stops. If we're stopping to get gas... You will be timed. Misguided plans. I grew up in the city, so I have like, you know, a healthy fear of real extreme darkness. <laughs> a lot of laughs. Y'all weird, but you, yeah, you, you were different. And so much more. Listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Moving on, we had uh, the uh, the three on three Alpha Academy versus Metaphor. Chad Gable, Otis, Maxine Dupree. Uh, versus Noam Dar, Oramensa, and Lash Legend. Noam Dar. Is it? Noam Dar. Exit. Dara Gable <laughs> starts off. Uh, I'm not selling that. <laughs> Gable slams slams Dar down. In comes uh, Oramensa. Gets chopped for his troubles. Uh, arm drag into an arm bar. Uh, Dupree comes in. Suplexes Legend. Otis comes in and suplexes Mensa and Dar. Uh, a big brawl on the floor to take us to a break. When we come back, Gable suplexes Dar. Otis comes in and wrecks more dudes. Mensa gets hit with an elbow. So Legend comes in. And Hogan Andre slams Otis to a huge peg. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's rule. I love that. Where'd this come from? I don't know, the, it wasn't just the execution; like they built it, yeah. like really quite well, and they registered it really quite well too. Yeah. See that, like um, when Randy Orton was so pleased with the RKO counter at WrestleMania against Seth Rollins that he sort of forgot to cover him for a bit, just popping for himself. Yeah, that, like that was sort of last there, making the most of it. Yeah, <laughs> but sell it. Yeah, it was huge. Was it Henry the RKO at that time when he did the the toe touch leapfrog thing? Woo! And I like babyface himself because they took the belt off Christian. Yeah. Raging, man. So angry about that. <laughs> Christian, that was on when he won the title via Goz, didn't he? Yeah. 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 Uh, oh, that wasn't the end of the match, by the way. Um, what if Orton could do that now? No. Like a jacked guy like that doing a toe touch leapfrog. You'd have everything. <laughs> like Tom McGee. Yeah. <laughs> Not quite as entertaining. <laughs> um, so, uh, Dupree comes in off the back of that and suplexes Legend to get a two count. Uh, Legend actually got knocked off the apron into Otis's arms. Mm. Uh, Dupree does a big dive onto the pile and Gable gets Dar with an ankle lock and gets the submission victory. Mostly a decent bit of knockabout fun. The last Legend stuff was great. Yeah. I continue to be put off by Otis. Like, he's not like a grabber, mm. but often women find themselves in his embrace, visibly don't enjoy it, and he doesn't just go, oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Over-enthusiastic catcher. He's not a grabber. He's an over-enthusiastic catcher, isn't he? Mandy Rose. The Otis character. Yes. Mm. He's a fictional 
characters. It was Man- Mandy Rose was interested in him. It this was one belongs else, in the next to UK. Everyone else was telling her, "Don't go with Otis." She she quite liked him. Yeah, Last Legend. Every opportunity is like, "Get away from me." It, most of these women that he catches are, <laughs> yeah. yeah, catcher of women. But uh, interesting, interesting. It's spot. not good. No, it Sorry. is weird. Yeah, Shawn Michaels should stop doing that. Mm. <laughs> Catcher in the eye. Oh, bollocks. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I got distracted there because, uh, you know, it's this time of year. You've got ordering lots of Christmas presents. Catcher in the eye and dropper in the other. What? What did you say? I was just saying, I got, uh, I've ordered lots of Christmas presents. Uh, I've got a bloody sign for one of them, haven't I? Ah. Uh, uh, so, God's tell you what. sake. Yeah. Last Legend's one of the people in the Iron Survivor match. Mm-hmm. Why don't you just quickly give us your thoughts on that, and I'll I'll, I'll just go and sign for this. Sorry, very unprofessional. That's ridiculous, that. I did. You gotta sort it out, like, earlier. You wouldn't have to have done this. You're saying about registering, Sage, Last Legend, registering how difficult it was to slam out as she was, like, selling the pain after the fact. And I noticed I kind of, like, trying to shake off a bit. Of I've got the same thing. Got the same, yeah, I've got the same thing. Uh, no, no, I don't know how I've heard it. I don't know how I've hurt this arm, but it's uh, really, really hurts. Still sore. Oh. Yeah, 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 st- hey, Stan, <laughs> you all right? Yeah, 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 I'm all right. It's kind of caught the wall, making my interest there, to be honest. But uh, hey, enjoying a nice week off, tag champ for another goddamn week. Love yeah. it, don't you? Love it, love the show. Hey, goddamn it. What about Lash Legend slamming Otis, huh? You see that? Yeah, that no, was fantastic. Yeah. We were literally just talking about it. Then? It reminded me of uh, a guy called uh, Hulk Hogan. You ever heard of him? Yeah. Huh? Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, he slammed another guy called Andre the Giant. Yeah. 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 I thought he, I... T- and he tore every muscle in his back, and then Andre sadly died days <laughs> later. Very next Is day. that right? I did not yeah. know that. 900 right. pounds Andre was. Yeah. I did hear the Hogan worked over 400 days in a year, which is pretty goddamn impressive. Yeah, yeah. That's right, yeah. What's the deal with you? No, we're not doing it. What's the deal with uh, with giants, though? Ah, uh, Zidge. Giants, uh, mythical creatures, or a you know a word that describes someone who's exceptionally tall and or large. Andre, in a curious trivia note, was kind of both. There, he was a he was a giant of a man. Um, hence why it was called Andre the Giant. And he, in fact, played an actual mythological giant in uh, The Princess Bride. An absolutely wonderful all-timer of a motion picture. Never seen it. Never seen it. What's your favorite film, Star? Godfather, gotta yeah. say. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> might, uh, might see if I can ask for the... Uh, apparently, there's a trilogy of films. I might uh, ask for that from <laughs> old Santa Claus. Maybe this is the second one. The first one's the best one, <laughs> yeah. I would say by some distance, actually. But yeah, those are the deals with giants. It's either a word that would describe someone who's, you know, not a mythological being, however, they are exceptionally tall and or large, or, you know, <laughs> or a mythological being across all sorts of uh, genres. Well, speaking of giants, speaking yeah. of films, actually, I was actually recommended a film about a giant crocodile uh, with erectile dysfunction. Apparently, it's called Lake Flaccid. <laughs> tell you what, I know you haven't seen many films. Lake Placid, for like this sort of B-movie adjacent creature feature, is really quite mm. a nice watch. Just a nice 90 minutes or so. Yeah. Loading up the Vonkord with stuff for here. Maybe I'll check it out after I've rewatched The Godfather again. Uh, free questions, free jokes for you, Ziggy. Yeah. Uh, question joke number one. 
What do you call a fear of giants? So it's something phobia. Phobia, yeah. Do you know, yeah, wordsmith, do you know the actual word for this or not? No, I don't. Uh, I do not know. Because I'm been assuming a, that. Might have been a pun, yeah, but there might have been a bit of like, a pun in that or something. Yeah. A, word for a fear, fear of giants. So, what's the most common fear that people would know because they could recognize the punchline? Arachnophobia. Arachnophobia, yeah. Uh, giants. Like nothing's. Come out of mind, Stacks. Toffee, toffee today. <laughs> <laughs> Just because we got that one yesterday. Yeah, I made yeah. them a little harder today. Yeah, yeah. yeah you made the jokes, <laughs> the the fun harder. Indeed. Yeah, indeed. Don't know. Don't know. Sorry, Stacks. What do you call a fear of giants? Five phobia. Hmm? Yeah, all right. We can have that. Just. Yeah, but uh, question joke number two. <laughs> Why was the giant afraid of Jack? Hmm, picture that. Why was the giant afraid of Jack? Uh, There's something to do with Jack in it. I like think so. It's, it's he loves Jack in it, and he loves jokes about Jack in it. Look at Stax's face there. Anything in the beanstalk is it? So what's the punchline again? Uh, Let's set up. <laughs> <laughs> Why was the giant afraid of Jack? Afraid of Jack. Right. <sighs> Tried to chop down his beanstalk, but with the beanstalk in this case being his massive giant cake. Maybe. Maybe. Love oh. you. Love you. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't th- I think we could deliberate and confer. Oh, on we're not going to get there. Okay. Don't nah. Know nah. No. Why is the giant afraid of Jack? Because Jack's been stalking him. Huh? Uh, uh, the thing is, these are surprisingly like not blue jokes. No. Stick around. So I'm always. Oh. Right, okay. What a giant and Sidgwick's mother have in common. <laughs> well, what never you? met the woman. Sure, so it's wonderful. something to do with Stax's ambition or maybe even success mm-hmm. at having it off with her. That's <laughs> correct, I would assume. So, what is a giant? What's a giant. Sidgwick's mother have in common. I don't know. Yeah, I see the situation you were in last week because, oh, the other week, right? It's like, well, I can't exactly drop a guess on this one, can yeah, I? Yeah, I know, I know. I ate Hamphill's mother twice. That was the joke the other week. It yeah. sure was. Yeah, so what's a joke this week because we can't really get no. it? Good, good, yeah. Bit of a hospital pass, to be honest with that one. Uh, what a giant Sidgwick's mother having common. <laughs> They both grind bones to make bread. See you Bye, Stacks. Christmas is sorted. Good. I miss Stacks yeah, again. Stacks oh, you're joking. Yeah. Any so was he. Share? So was he. Nah. <laughs> Spend it with the Christmas of the family, Sage. You are it's Christmas of the family, is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah the uh, the in laws. It's Christmas. That's that makes sense. Yeah. So not my immediate family. Why do you ask? I just just asking. I mean, I'll see them at some point. I'm sure. <laughs> Got to look them in the eyes eventually. 
And what I like about Christmas, of course, <laughs> is that I've ripped this off from friends. Where I have the moist maker sandwich, mm. where oh. you have the turkey, right? And then you, ha- you dip some bread mm. in gravy, the moist maker. So, <laughs> so I'm going to see my mom and have some bread. Nice. I, c- I can't eat turkey twice. Like other things, but not turkey. Uh, Gallus are in their bar next. Escape. Uh, <laughs> this was so weird. It's so <laughs> sh- That's it rubbish, isn't it? So, just we were talking about this uh, whilst we were getting our good brews earlier. In fact, this is Gallus's bar. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Surely, if you run a bar, you want business. I mean, that's what Keanu James has taught me. Yeah. You would think. Well, you and think. Henley, I suppose, technically. Probably yeah. more so. Um, yeah, she was devastated with the prospect of the bar closed, mm. and even though we only ever saw two customers. Um, <laughs> Hank and Tanker are in Gallus's bar, and they're like, what are you two doing here? We've come for a drink, you boring bastards. <laughs> and we have established that it is their bar because they were responsible for the time that there was thought to be rats in there. Yeah. Mm. Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. so we've established in canon this bar belongs to Gallus. And Gallus, see, he can leave through the door, he can leave through the window. I'd probably leave through the door. Window's a bit awkward, isn't it? Yeah. One of those is not a threat, Gallus. Bye, Gallus. <laughs> yeah, because if you're climbing through the window, like you're at risk of pulling a hamstring mm-hmm. or like stretching your jeans. Just, you know, just, the crotch yeah, goal. Yeah. yeah, on the little. Yeah. yeah. The Kenny Omega V trigger over the cage. Where he nearly caught oh, yeah. out. Chase <laughs> <laughs> <Case> taint. <laughs> uh, but Hanks said, uh, don't worry, we've got a proposition for you. Here's three beers. You know, actually, bloody love beer. They want to talk business and. Gasly, you got till we drank these beers to tell us about it. <laughs> I just like, you know what? Forget about it. You're not joining our gang. We absolutely don't want to do that. Basically, you want to be in our gang. <laughs> no. Why are you phrasing like that as well? <laughs> Gallus. Hank and Tank say. <laughs> I like Gallus. Hank and Tank say they basically want to make it to the top. Uh, and the top of. The top of, sorry. Business. Yeah, my favorite, my profession. <laughs> More on him later. Got uh, too many gimmicks at this point. Check it out, man. I'm a spooky ghost. <laughs> I'm kind of the ghost at the feast on NXT, but there's no food, only drink. And Gallus Bar. So excited to talk about him later. Um, they say uh, we want to face. See those three scotch guys. They say, to get to the top, we have to face top guys. And I thought, what are you doing here then? <laughs> they, said, uh, they said, oh, no one's more successful than Gallus. Which I suppose if you include NXT UK in that. Well, why would anyone <laughs> no. include NXT UK in that or indeed in anything? I'd have to check if Wikipedia includes NXT UK <laughs> in anything. Hank and Tank are lovely men. They, they're like really complimentary. We want to learn. We want to learn from you guys. You're the most successful tag team we've got in NXT. A boring bastard. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. And so they say, oh, maybe we'll put it in your language. And they say, let's get these vampires some haggis and watch a Glasgow Rangers game, right? I put this through our own Google Translate and Andy Murray, and he couldn't understand what they were talking about here, so I don't think Hank and Tank did the best job. Well, this wound up uh, Wolfgang. Glasgow. <laughs> 30 years well, nah, they've, been running, nah. they've been running Glasgow. How can you get these these English things wrong? Maybe that was part of it. I think they were trying to poke the bear, weren't they? Scottish things. Tickets are available at (laughs) .co.uk. It's my (laughs) ass. (laughs) (laughs) Cilantro. (laughs) Um, 
But uh, it's a coriander. <laughs> this winds up. <laughs> this winds up Wolfgang, and Tank effectively tells him to embrace aluminum, <laughs> oregano, parmesan, herbs, herbs, herbs. <laughs> That's what the alien deals. <laughs> hey man, you said hey the man. magic word. <laughs> Maybe those countless boys. Are, I don't know if they're on top, but they're pretty f-ing high. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, Wolfgang's wound up. Basically, Tank tells him to embrace the hate, and they get a match set for next week. If friggin', if there's one thing Gallus have done in their entire careers, it's embrace hate. <laughs> have they ever done anything else? No, they're all quite gruff and miserable. And then I've just had this nightmarish feeling flood over me by having Gallus and then a cane catchphrase in the same Ooh. sentence. Oh, God. Terrible, that, isn't it? <sighs> they're NXT's Kane and Big Show, Gallus. Yeah. Oh, not them. Anyone <laughs> but them. Like, if there was an NXT rumble of all your favourites, Gallus would be sent in to do the 2015 throwout spot. Yeah, yeah. You. Oh, oh, oh. Bond's the only person who needs explaining. Oh, you have to be tossed out and both feet have to hit the floor. <laughs> Guard it. Bond's the Roman in that situation, but the crowd's going insane. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh. Anyway, um, Ava, she hasn't got the surname, she's the rock's daughter, um, comes out of HBK's office and says, uh, don't worry, I've booked a steel gauge match between Keanu James and Roxanne Perez. She's across all this. What? <laughs> <laughs> Again, I'm beginning... To get the impression that she's not so good at wrestling. Yeah. Yeah. It was just so a matter of fact like, about how she'd got this job. Yeah. There's no, like, sort of... Was there, had they done any, like, teaser weeks of her going into Shawn Michaels? I or, think she did walk in the background one? of one the other week, yeah. Oh, okay. The uh, background. Background stuff. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, right, we get all of the women's Iron Survivor competitors in the ring. Uh, Byron Saxton's hosting this... Teta, 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 whatever they call it. Uh, Tiffany Stratton, Lash Legend. Oh, Blair, this is awful. Blair Davenport, Kalani Jordan, Fallon Henley. Uh, they all have the chance to break. Saxton says they all have the chance to explain why they're going to win the match. Lays out the rules of the debate. Please don't interrupt each other. Oh, this is so unbelievably sexist. Yeah, it was all- like if a, a bloke one million percent wrote this. And I tell you what, if a bloke didn't write this, I will show me Austin Phoenix window. They there, said- was, there was a tweet on the on the official NXT account where it was like just the image. Of like all of them in the line, Byron Saxton, and I think a bloke wrote a posted on X because it was just <laughs> good luck, Byron. <laughs> like none of them were doing anything. It was just yeah. like short straw for you, eh? Byron Saxton literally said, "Like, come on, ladies, you promise not to do this. Come on, don't talk over each other. Don't hate each other. Don't cause a bloody scene, you hysterical women." <laughs> Is it like how many times have they done that? What did with the blokes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they absolutely wouldn't. Like, how many times have the segments been broken up by just, like, fi- women's fights from the locker rooms? Like, we're trying to have a bloody uh, backstage segment here. They just, they just kind of control themselves. They had a, they had a <laughs> bit of this. Cannot with, control themselves. They had a bit of this women. impromptu with the men later, and it had possibly one of my favourite things I've ever seen in NXT. So I'm going to get to that in due course. But first up, Tiffany Stratton. Was the attack on Trick just a bundle of fighting women? Bundling through the room. Just let, he's they left fought there. Here, and Quite they possibly. Fought backstage and then fought. So they fought like into Gorilla. Yeah. And they're like, oh, thank God that's taken care of. Oh, no, it's spilling back out during Axiom and Nathan Pazer. And that was, that was what. No! <laughs> when I'm cleaning windows. And that was why Lexus King was spider. He was just so excited. He heard, 
What's that noise? Sounds like sexy ladies. Gonna have go, throne, go! Oh, I thought we going sideways! <laughs> go, go, gadget throne. It's <laughs> just a series of tracks backstage for his throne. Like those interview interruption cues you used to say, Sage. There's like wrestler, A, wrestler, B, wrestler. Throne. Throne. <laughs> Get off the tracks when the throne's coming. Anyway, Timothy Strand. Timothy Strand speaks first. That's not necessarily universe. I'm the favorite, I'm the most talented, I'm the most athletic, even Charlotte Flair. So I'm the future, no one else can, uh, which no one else can say. I'm the only one in this ring, so the title will be our Tiffany two-time champion. You all get participation, Travis. Uh, Tiffany, sorry, dead quick. Uh, we were sort of debating amongst ourselves and many of your colleagues and legends and so on who would be the 2023 cooker of the year between you your, about me. your bosses, Shawn Michaels and Triple H. Who would you go for? Thanks, thanks, Tiffany. Oh, Christ, all right. <laughs> what am I doing with my life? <laughs> Kalani Jones is uh, the newest one here, one with least experience. I don't know what to expect going into the match, but who does? Uh, but none of us were in the match last year. I've got great endurance. I can go 25 minutes. Uh, Tiffany. <laughs> <laughs> Tiffany's like, oh, I did some gymnastics. Uh, last legend speech. She says Kalani's speech is real cute. No one wants to hear her speak. Uh, Tiff isn't the most athletic. But uh, she was the looking at Classic when Becky beat her for the title. In terms of strategy, she's been hanging out with Noam Dash, who knows about multiple four matches. It's decent logic, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, she's bougie. It's a different genre. Mm. She's uh, bougie, and she's going to bully them all into a penalty box. Uh, Blair Davenport says, I'm not here to one-up everyone with one-liners. Uh, that's not my style. I don't like any of you. I don't care what you think of me. But none of them are going to come for me because they're scared. I'll put them on the shelf like Nikita Lyons. Sol Ruka. Uh, and Fallon says, I get it. Um, you don't care about anyone in the ring. Neither do I. Uh, runs down all the... Th I think this podcast might have descended into parody. How dare you. Uh, <laughs> she doesn't have any beef with uh, Kalani, but they were both going after the same thing. Uh, she's, she's G'd up, obviously, after winning the uh, the last last chance Iron Survivor. Yep. And Tiff says, you wasted the last chance opportunity on Fallon Henley, everybody. Lash screams, uh, <laughs> saying, I know you didn't just cut me off. They start arguing. This is when Byron's like, come on, ladies. Go on, control yourselves, women. Uh, and Fallon Get says, a hold of yourself. Surprised he didn't start, like, slapping them. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, get a hold of yourself. All right. Fallon says, well-behaved women seldom make history, so Tiff, yee-haw, bitch. And a brawl kicks off. Yeah, that's what you said. Yeah. Verbatim in the voice. Uh, this is horrific. What do you want us to say about anything? Really bad. Only would have been made worse if they were cutting the promos on like ladders, like that money in the bag <laughs> on that time. Yeah, <laughs> sad penalty boxes. Don't write that down for next year. He loves that. Yeah, he loves that. Like, he absolutely. Box go home showdown. Personalized penalty boxes. Like Tiff's got like a pink one. Yes. Yeah, set oh, dress, yeah, yeah, set yeah, dressed yeah. with all the character traits like that. Write that down for next year. Yeah, let's bury the the, the, the writing and the male gaze of the segment, and then what we should do is uh, pitch a pink penalty box. No, but everyone Small can have their own penalty box. Dijak can have a, can have a yeah. duck this penalty the box the as well. Everyone, get, everyone, you get a penalty box, you get a penalty <laughs> box. <laughs> you know, Lexus King, you know, you get a throne. <laughs> penalty throne. <laughs> Got to sit on the penalty throne. Doo-doo. <laughs> Push the thing. 
Axiom and Axiom. No! You have to do it. I was just going to say that. Oh, I've made a rod from my own back now. And oh, the burdens of my brilliance. And Nathan Vader. When I'm cleaning windows. Uh, had the potential for a great match, but then the women brawled out and it all got called off. So they're going to fight again on the, the kickoff. In amongst all this brawl, though, uh, Blair Davenport's like, look at all these stupid women fighting out. And then she gets attacked by a returning Nikita Lions who uh, lays her out. Great to see her back. Oh, that's it. The following up, aren't they? Had to be her that she had to go for. So, yep. fine. It's not uh, like Indy Hartwell's kicking her out. No. I'm, I'm glad Nikita Lyons is back, obviously. Uh, horrible injury she suffered. Um, let's talk about me and Sidwick's favourite part of this show. I reckon so. Because it's time to go to Chase You. Yeah, it's time. Um, Andre Chase is doing the special assembly, of course. Um, he says, look... Um, Last week's news of the misuse of funds and illegal gambling have rocked this institution to its core. Um, I want to make it clear, says Andre, <laughs> the person who did all this is me. So yeah, I was like, of course. Is it? I don't buy yeah, it. No, I don't buy that at all. He says, a uh, lapse of judgment. A lapse of judgment put us in this position. Maybe trusting people he shouldn't have in. While he was off and somebody else was, yeah, handling the paperwork. Uh, but due to the results of the investigation, Chase, he was under academic probation and sanctions. <laughs> sanctions have been placed on them. This was definitely one of them segments where they forgot it's a wrestling show. Yes. The, best yeah. the further you get away from the ring, the better these get, I think. It's Vaughn going for dinner. Yeah. yeah. Any students who are enrolled after the investigation? I don't know. The long way Some around. Some people saying, aren't eligible for financial aid anymore. JC Jane, I assume, especially being the case here. It's a yeah. good job she's earning probably a not inconsiderable salary as a professional wrestler on yeah. national television. Otherwise, how would you pay a college? Yes. Uh, I bet she's in the... <laughs> I bet you Andre Chase wish he hadn't sacked so many students now, eh? There Probably is does. already a place that exists to give aspiring WWE superstars and sports entertainers, right, a curriculum in how to be a good one. It's called the Performance Center. So imagine how good it must be if you go into the college within that session. <laughs> <laughs> Thea's like, sir, I think it'd be much easier for all of us to know if you tell us how much you owe. And uh, he says, I owe hundreds of thousands. Uh, I mean, what were they expecting him to end that sentence with? <laughs> I owe hundreds of dollars. Well, we'll sort yeah, that yeah, yeah. together. Yeah. Done. That was easy. Uh, and he says, it's worse because uh, I went through a third party for interest. And if, in case you were wondering, they just picture, showed a picture of Anna Kiefer at that point. He went, oh, cool. So it's definitely in stacks. Got it. I did love that. That's like your pet peeve would be forever. Like, just in case it goes. It's like, who should we shoot? Oh, yeah, yeah. The one from the place. <laughs> Tell you what, I really hope. You know, like football clubs. Maybe two. She can chase you as well. 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 Do you think I, maybe? They've got a vested interest, haven't they? So she's probably been, her job at the moment is to keep an eye on this. What she's earning. You know, football teams sometimes, soccer teams, sorry for our American uh, listeners, sometimes uh, to make a little bit of extra money, sell the naming rights to their stadium. Mm. Ugh. So you've got like the Sports Direct Arena. Exactly. Ugh. Rather than St. James's Park or Kit Kat Crescent was one of my favourites, of course. Who's that? Rotherham. Although weirdly, when Bolton opened the Reebok Stadium, you did just sort of get used to that. Yeah. It was yeah. Reebok from jump, isn't it? Like the, it's changed now and it that feels off. Yeah. York City. Do a 
apologise. Kit Kat Crescent. Not that, that anymore. That must have hurt. Yeah, not the best uh, initials either. No. Like, you know what I mean? It's pretty close. Like, what it's the hell were they thinking? Yeah. Or, of course, the uh, SMH Group Stadium. Chesterfields. Right? Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, Stephanie McMahon-Helmsley. I just I'm really worried. It's, it's, it's shaking my head, isn't it? And I'm like... We might be 12 points clear of Christmas. Let's not do this, guys, please. Oh, you don't want to be 12 points clear of Christmas. Yeah. Um, so what if, to sort of defer some of the payments, Chase U becomes Chase Poo. That's why Anna Keefe is there. Sponsorship. Branding. New, like the Poo emoji <laughs> instead of the U. Poo emoji, Chase U t-shirts. They're always after a front, aren't they? Yeah. They're always after a front. Uh, legitimate enterprise. Waste management, Chase Poo. Yeah. yeah. If he's listening, we have an in with uh, Chesterfield's primary sponsor. Yes, Leangate Valves. Leangate Valves. Can we somehow work this out that we can get the team to come out to style and grace? Like it was a successful entrance for Stephanie Marrow. Yeah. Let's see what I can do. He says, anyway, uh, I took out a loan I can't pay back. Uh, me and Chase, you're in a compromising commission, but I got them into this mess and I'll get them out of it. And he says, Duke's like, Selling my bloody trophy, but is there anything else we can do, Mr. Chase? Uh, and some idiot suggests a bake sale, some other doofus suggests a car wash. Meanwhile, JC Jane is hand in the air, doesn't pick her. You instantly know through the utterly generic tropes of television and sitcoms and the like that she's got an absolute ripper of an idea. Yeah, the one, the one, mm-hmm. the one. I just wish <laughs> there was R- wrestle our first jobs. Yeah. <laughs> We have to speculate on this on the preview next week as to what yes. the idea could be. Or we'll just formulate our Maybe own idea. We go like this. Yeah. I've got something, Mr. Chase. Yeah. I'm all ears. Uh, we're already in kind of an academic institution <laughs> where we learn how to wrestle and be good at it. It's called the Performance Center. We don't have a need for a Chase University. Let's not get too far. Um, but there's a third person who basically. Third person. Third person. <laughs> There's someone else who suggests effectively doing a crash course on how to avoid a financial crisis, which feels a little bit, you know. Well, again, we're going to Shawn Michaels' career from when he had to work for JBL. Yes. But never mind all that, Sige, because whilst this guy's talking, birds are chirping, romantic music's playing, and Thea Hale is lost. JC Jane has to snap her out of it. What she lost in, the eyes of the hunk. Mm-hmm. Romance storyline. I love this place. <laughs> I was saying to Wilborn earlier today, I could hear him go, uh, because what could possibly in his head, and look at it, and look at it, what could possibly in his mind be better than a, you know, a, a storyline on NXT involving Chase U, a romantic subplot oh, within uh, it? Yeah, a Chase U wedding. But I'm already asking questions about this guy. Mm-hmm. Does he have Thea Hale's best interests at heart? Because at this point, we really trust that JC Jane does. Yes. So it's unless, like unless JC Jane's brought him in, and that's her brother. J- oh, my God. Thea Hale. Jason Jane. <laughs> Jason Jane. Amazing. Jane. That's incredible. <sighs> I'm not can't sure I can can't wait to see this play out. Uh, anyway, Chase says he's confident they can get through it together. Uh, tricks back there with Mello going, what the hell was that about? Mello's like, what are you talking about? I saw the NXT Anonymous video. 
Mel's like, I'm kind of busy. I've got a last chance qualifier. Trick's like, I need answers now. Mel goes, no. And leaves. Uh, Lexis King is talking about how his Twitter's been barping off. Uh, everyone says he should be worried, but I'm not. People are talking. Talk about how I'm going to interfere, but I wouldn't do that to my friend. We aren't besties, but we'll be on the same page soon. I know Mello doesn't miss. Neither do I. Good luck, Mello. I love it when a plan comes together. He's hanging out here on my throne, got tiny balls on my beard. <laughs> it's funny, and I like Lexus. I quite like Lexus. Funny. He's a stupid <laughs> idiot. I yeah. really like him. <laughs> um, then we got Eddie Thorpe. His ribs are still buggered, but he's uh, hoping to get in the match and get revenge on Dijak. We'll see how that one plays out. Uh, it is uh, Eddie Thorpe, Mello. It's a main event. Joe Coffey, not quite. Main event was the sit-down between ah, yeah. Ilya and uh, Baron Corbin, of course. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it's Tyler Bate, Joe Coffey, Eddie Thorpe, Carmelo Hayes. Um, Joe Coffey immediately tags Eddie Thorpe because he's got the taped-up ribs. Um, Hayes cuts him off. There's Bate and Coffey in there. Coffee swings bait. Hayes comes in, springboard, spinning clothesline to Eddie Thorpe. Everyone goes to the corner. Thorpe hits a double high crossbody to take everyone down. We go to a break. When we come back, uh, Thorpe's trying to steal a cover on bait. Coffee makes the save. Thorpe hits a brain buster uh, with Coffee saving bait this time. I think that's what I said last time. Uh, <laughs> Thorpe goes to the floor. Who cares? It was every four-way match you've ever seen in your life. Yeah, it was the same as the opener, but worse. Uh, Eddie Thorpe gets hit with a spine buster onto the steps, and that kind of takes him out of this. Um, we get back in the ring. Hayes hits a top rope sunset flip to Coffey. Uh, there's a code breaker on Bate for two. Coffey knocks uh, Mello out of the air. Bate grabs a After Tyler... flying nothing. <laughs> Bate grabs a Tyler driver 97, pins Joe Coffey. He qualifies for dead lane uh, and says he's the final man going to deadline. Normally about peace and tranquility, but screw all that. Yeah, kind of cross watching this. Like that sort of that meant to be that frenzied sequence at the end. It's just Carmella here is doing a flying nothing, and then at which point, all right, doing something really unnecessary usually gets you a kick to the face. Right, well, I'm Tyler Bates, so I'm going to go like this into the ropes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just punch people in the face, you know what I mean? It was so wacky and contrived, and like... This style of wrestling, at its best, is just absolutely exhilarating. It's so contrived and charmless at its worst, and increasingly I've seen so much of it that I'm just watching it, just like this. <laughs> Tyler Bates is one of the worst offenders for our good wrestling problem, I think. Whatever his act is, yeah. it's to feel memorable and special, and that's gone. Mm. Like, not just I start to, my eyes start to hurt. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he's. I think he's one of the worst offenders because Tyler Bate does that sort of thing that you should like. Carmella Hayes, I just don't think really has it. But Tyler Bate does stuff that you should care more about because you remember once that you did. I know. It's, I, I, it's I, all been lost. Five years ago. Yeah, it's all been lost. Like nothing happens in his matches that feels magic or special or anything anymore. I love Dijak. Yeah, because he comes out here. I want him to win. He's brutal. I want him to it's win. Great, Pleasingly man. brutal yeah. in this match. He comes out and says, "Tyler Bate, you're as delusional as Eddie Thorpe, right?" And Eddie Thorpe's being helped to the back by officials. And he just goes, one second. Kicks <laughs> Eddie Thorpe. And I was like, I love you. <laughs> I want you to win the whole thing. Uh, get that trash out of here. Uh, and he says, uh, Bate, you're a big, strong boy with a big, strong heart that's working overdrive. You think you're actually going to win the bloody match on Saturday? <laughs> Break, I've got a chance, actually. Here comes Brown Breaker. Uh... 
No idea what you're in for come Saturday. You better hope and pray I'm the last entrant because you're all the, otherwise you're all going to the penalty box. God, I love me a penalty box. <laughs> Probably the safest place to be, if anything. Yes. Uh, here comes uh, Josh Briggs, who says, God damn it. He says, uh, uh, shut up, Bron, basically, because everyone's like, Who's this? You know, what the hell are you doing here? He says he's been underestimated. He's been waiting his whole damn life. Now he's bidding on himself. And uh, Bron says, you're stupider than you look. And then here comes Trick Williams. Uh, he says, I'm not in the mood for this. Crowd are chanting, whoop that trick. And he says, he's going to whoop everybody, basically. And a big brawl kicks off. Uh, oh, because Dijak says, you should be whooping your best mate. Yeah. You know. Words. What, what can you possibly say Just about this? Never forget Dijak. So, excuse me one second. Good. <laughs> Dijak was funny. Uh, is Brooks going to inadvertently cost Briggs? Is this the begin- we hit in the beginning of the end? I have noticed that of the three, there are two in the respective Iron Survivor matches, and poor Jensen, he's just got his dick in his hands. Yeah. So that seems... I'm, I've taken note of that. <laughs> is, that the, is that the deadline? <laughs> got to come. Before the end of the show, the other two are rest. Oh, oh no. <laughs> I've got a screen in the corner. You can press red button. Oh, no. Watching. I did it before the show, guys. I did it before the show again. <laughs> anyway, who's on a blast off? I mean, kick off. <laughs> I want to see your penalty box. Uh, Mello's talking to HBK's assistant. Sorry, Ava. She hasn't got certain names. She's wearing the LXT jack off. Uh, Trick walks up and says, uh, "Did you text Lexus King to take me out?" Mello's <laughs> 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 like, "No, of course not." Trick's like, "I know it wasn't you in my heart of hearts." He says, "I'll prove it. I'll have a match with Lexus King at deadline." And he was like, "Got it. I'll, I'll prove it. Have a look at my text." <laughs> no, no, I'll fight him. Uh, Vic runs down their dead, dead lane card. So excited for Saturday, and uh, then it's time for the main event with the uh, two contenders for the world title. Um, uh, go home segment that uh, I suppose Ilya would describe as. Uh, <laughs> Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Very entertaining. <laughs> I do like it when you morph into Elia Geordie off. Like, <laughs> Very weird. Oh. 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 Uh, Corbin says, I'll go first. So he says, no, you're not. <laughs> you turn this match into something more than the title. Uh, a title, by the way, you've not won, you failed to win before. You targeted my family. You can mock my, <laughs> you can mock my accents, uh, but you mock my family. You do that? <laughs> you mock my family. Huh? 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 You mock my family, that crossed the line. Corbin's like, all I hear is excuses. You could have brought your family. There's always a way. And I was kind of like, kind of got a point. Got a great point, Ilya. <laughs> uh, they're all excuses, just so you can tell yourself that as you sleep in an empty apartment. You're doing to your son what your dad did to you. <sighs> Ilya's so angry, he takes off his tie. Um, <laughs> uh, he says, I'm trying to contain myself. <laughs> this is so funny. <laughs> 
boiling kettle of a man just <laughs> I'm dealing with NXT's maddest man. He says, I've got to contain myself because if I unleash it now instead of Saturday, there'll be no match at NXT deadline. Corbin will leave in an ambulance uh, and he won't be able to take that title to add to his material possessions. You materialistic son of a bitch. Corbin says, it's not about material possessions. For you, it's just a title defense, but for me, it's validation. I like this promo from Corbin. He's, I've been on TV for eight plus years. I'm taking what's mine. Uh, you know, people have seen me. I've gone through everything sort of thing. Um... Your blood's boiling. You're about to lose it. You miss your son. Your son misses you. Uh, well, if it's about family, why don't you do something about it right now? And he's, he's sort of moved the table and set it up. Uh, and uh, Ilya shoves shoves the table. Corbin says, that's it. Come on. He's walked through the fire and back. He'll do it again. He'll make it easy. Sets up the table in the corner. He turns his back. That's when he sets up the table. Turns his back to Ilya. Do it for your family. You're a coward. And Ilya turns Corbin around and hugs him instead, saying the only... <laughs> <laughs> the only one that can destroy the dragon is the dragon himself. And Corbin's like, what the hell's going on here? No, no, a good question. <laughs> I have no a idea. Very, yeah, very good question. Uh, Ilya laughs. Is he going to, like, um, RKO himself <laughs> at some point? Uh, and then here come all the INTVA competitors. Big brawl. Bronze Spears trick and Briggs, I think, through the table. Uh, Bait clothesline, die jack. Tyler Bates stood tall at the end. The hug was so funny, but I was distracted by how they realised, oh, we need the uh, microphone closer to Elia to hit that closing <laughs> yeah, line. So they yeah. tried to do this very intense, strange hug, and then, like, you could just see their arms Dragon! Because <laughs> like, the first <laughs> bit of the line was missed. Dragon! <laughs> just, he's just such a freak. He's <laughs> weird, isn't he? He's like, oh, God, oh, Ilya's a boat. <laughs> It's Elia coming out. Oh, oh, he's not invited to the NAC Christmas party. He's he? not. Like nobody wants him for Secret Santa. Would you just get just get him what I've bought him? Open this box and just punch the fist. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah, you just put a box on your hand. <laughs> just what I asked for. What have I got? It's a normal present, thank goodness. <laughs> uh share your thoughts on this. No. I mean how I give him a normal hug. What? Was it? I don't know. I don't know. They love how intense he is and just like to play with that, I guess. Like they're even before the hug, like that sort of stood still. Like oh, makes I'm really ready. If I was if I'd managed to get myself a title match against Uli Dragon and they said you can pick any stipulation, I immediately would pick first blood. Because you nick that little vein. It's <laughs> <laughs> in every like John Cena image when he's like, oh and he's covered in blood. Good job, man. Oh. Right, it's okay. <laughs> a good job. Elite Dragon off doesn't have house rules, doesn't it? Like, <laughs> it's just so odd. Apartment rules. It's a very, very odd thing. If we've reached the point now in the character arc of Ilya Dragunov, where he was so starved for affection and the love of his family, who are thousands upon thousands of miles away, that he's now hugging his sort of nemesis. Just get him on a plane. <laughs> yeah. Just get the poor guy on a plane. This has gone on long enough and let him see his family. And then yeah. guess what? He can take a second plane and go back and then defend his championship. Yeah. That's going to be the big, the closing image of NXT deadline, isn't it? They're going to be like, surprise, your family. Sean's sent his family. With you. Because they've spotted, because it's Zeitgeist heist, this, they've spotted that the Cellar Black stuff was 
going hog wild on X. So it's like, surprise, surprise. 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 It's your family, Elia. He's playing on the bone cord. Surprise, surprise. Actually, what would uh, uh, Von Wagner's managers sound like <laughs> doing Silver Black? <laughs> yes, yeah. it would work really well. It's surprise, surprise. Surprise, surprise. The, the unexpected hit you between the eyes, Von. Where? Despise, despise, despise. Demeaning myself. Uh, oh, that's been the NXT review. It always says another home run. <laughs> <laughs> Let us know your thoughts on NXT in the comment section. You know, <laughs> uh, at what culture WWE watch? They can follow all three of us. You can follow Michael Hamflet at uh, sorry Michael Hamflet. <laughs> 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 follow Michael Sidgwick at. M. Sidgwick. <laughs> follow me at Adam Wilborn. Follow us all at What Culture WWE. Follow our brilliant producer at It's Adam Nicholas. Uh, make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling wherever you get your podcasts from for daily wrestling podcasts. A much more serious preview of AW Dynamite coming your way later on today, possibly with the spooky girls. <laughs> <laughs> but for now, uh, this has been the NXT review. My thanks to Hamlet's this week to Stacks. Thank you for joining us, and we will see you soon. Roundabout Season 2, presented by Nissan, is live now, and we're back to share more stories from the road and the memories made along the way. We're talking rest stops. If we're stopping to get gas, you will be timed. Misguided plans. I grew up in the city, so I have, like, you know, a healthy fear of real extreme darkness. <laughs> a lot of laughs. Y'all weird, but you, yeah, you, you were different. And so much more. Listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most. But if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.